are you enduring a brain fog and you're trying to get out the fog and it seems a little cloudy and you can't think straight and you try to do stuff but you're just so fogged up that you can't get yourself to do nothing and you're looking to get clarity clarity is the key so if clarity is your goal tune in so i'm going to be talking about gaining clarity through your brain fog so that means that the brain fog don't have to hold you back the brain fog don't have to hold you back hello powerful people my name is Edouard Gilles personal development speaker and talk show host and I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks daily personal development and motivation this podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life how do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. My question for you is how do you know that you have a brain fog right like how do you know that you're clouded how do you know that you ought to do something different right well let's go back to a moment where you sitting down right you you sitting down on your desk and you're on your computer and you're trying to do something and all of a sudden, your brain just feels like it, like smoke is firing up. So that means you're having a brain fog. So what are a couple of uh, scientific explanations for the fog? A couple of scientific explanations for your fog is inflammation. So when you're inflamed, uh, it's almost like your cells are overheated and that causes fog you know when there's smoke when there's smoke what happens you can't see through the smoke because there's a fog so the same thing happens in our brain and our bodies when we are having a mental fog there's smoke now what causes the smoke fire <laughs> now you're like what do you mean by fire well the things that you take into your body can be a like clean energy that doesn't give dirty smoke or it can be coil <laughs> coil gives like this dark cloud one of them barely gives off smoke some of them is just really right so some foods you eat they give a lot of smoke and they cause inflammation they cause a fog not literally smoke i'm just putting it in this way and other foods you eat give little to no smoke and because of that you have a better sense of clarity so what can you do about your brain fog start eating foods that boosts your brain rather than drains it 
So I don't know how long you're gonna stick here, but I'm gonna let you know, blueberries is one of those fruits. Blueberries is a brain food. So you wanna eat berries, why? Because it's going to boost your brain. So you might be wondering, why else am I, do I have a brain fog? Not just inflammation, but stagnation. Now, inflammation is my cells are up in smoke or my cells are heated. Stagnation is there is a stuck energy. Either my blood is not flowing, the lymph is not flowing, or there is a stuck energy somewhere. That's stagnation. So we get in the brain fog if we have a stagnation and the major, major way to release stagnation is with massage. So you can have a brain fog if your energy is not flowing and if you're eating foods that's causing a lot of smoke. Okay, so go back to a time in your life where you was trying to work and you every time you get, you sit down and you're like, I'm actually going to do this. I'm actually going to do this. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you you just can't think straight. It means you having a brain fog. So what can you do about that? Well, what can you do about inflammation? Well, you can start exercising. That will help. You can start juicing. Now, if you go to my profile, you're gonna see me standing shirtless <laughs> with some juices, right? I didn't necessarily do that to look good. I did that to motivate you to juice because not only will you get external results, but your internal is gonna thank you. So I'm doing a seven day juice feast. And what's that helping me with is I'm getting more clarity because what I'm doing is I'm getting rid of the inflammation. I just went for a run, fasted cardio while drinking the juice. Well, went fasted cardio and it came back. So not only is the juice going to help you with, but the sweating, right? When we sweat, we release the toxins that are stuck. Yes. When we sweat, we release the toxins that are stuck in our bodies. It goes out through the sweat glands. So by sweating, we also release toxins. That will also help you with clarity. Now, juicing, you wanna get you a slow masticating juicer. What does that mean? A slow masticating juicer is slower than a centrifugal juicer. One of which really takes the time to squeeze without oxidation. Oxidation meaning a certain point where the enzymes from the vegetables get depleted or get thrown away because of the speed of the blender or the juicer. So you don't want to, you don't want to juice with a centrifugal, centrifugal juicer, but a slow masticating one, right? I have, if you go in my bio, I have a juicer there. So get yourself a slow masticating juicer to get all the nutrients out of the juice. Next, so not only do you have a slow masticating juicer to get all the nutrients out of the juice, you wanna practice massaging your brainstem. So if you massage your brainstem, what is that going to do? Well, massaging at the lower base of the neck does two things, well, multiple things. First of all, that's the location of the brainstem. That's a major location where the blood goes up to the brain. 
and a little bit deeper in is the location of the pineal gland. So just by drumming at the base of your neck, you're sending shock vibrations that smoothens the brainstem. You're allowing, you're sending shock vibrations to the pineal and you're releasing stagnation, helping the blood get up to the brain. So how do you get more clarity through your brain flog? Drum your neck. Just like this, you form little fists with your fingers and then you just drum the neck. Now, what is that going to do for you? It's going to allow more blood to circulate up. As you do this, you might get a, a tingling sensation, right? It just, the more tingling or more hurt, it means more stagnation. Because I've been so practical in doing this, I don't feel that much tingling sensation. So that is a major way you can allow your blood to flow. So what is another way? What causes brain fog. Well, did you know that there are lymphocytes, there are lymph nodes that goes all the way up to the brain. We used to think that the lymphatic system stopped at the neck, at least the Western doctors thought so, but they just confirmed what the Eastern sages and teachers already knew that it doesn't stop here, it goes all the way up to the brain. So because we have lymph nodes that goes all the way up to the brain, it means that we, our brain, the dirty juices, also gets detoxed out of our brains through the lymph nodes. So what can you do? You can activate your lymphatic system more, right? So I had shared how swinging your arms back and forth, rocking on your heel, activates the lymphatic system because you have a lymph node right here, a lymph node right here, and a, and a major lymph node in your ankle. So you have two largest lymph glands underneath your armpit and one in your ankle. So by swinging your arm back and forth, that activates that, literally cir circulating the lymph. Now you might say, okay, I don't know the swing arm exercise. It's on, my pro it's on my profile. What can I do? Well, walk, okay? So how to get clarity with your brain fog? Go for a walk. Now you're like, why? Well, if you're sitting down all day, what's happening? Well, you're sitting on your butt, one, but the other thing is the blood is going down to the leg and is getting stuck there. Now you might wonder, uh, what do you mean? I thought, my, how am I alive if the blood is stuck? Well, not all of the blood, but a lot of it is. Now your brain needs 20%. Let's say you have 30 or 6 or 40% in your legs. A, like just a random number. Your brain needs at least 20. And let's say you have 40 to 50% in your leg. That makes what, 70? That means your heart is only working with what, 30? So how do we pump the blood? Um, this is just typical, uh, I just made up the numbers. Don't quote me on those numbers. So now let's say, how would we get the blood from our legs up to the heart, up to the brain? Well, we wanna, we wanna walk. Now what, what, what's walking gonna do, Ed? walking your calf muscles are activated when you walk and the calf muscle in eastern means is like the second heart now why would the calf muscle be the second heart well how would the blood get pumped without you walking so now somebody says i don't want to walk out of my office well at least get up and come up on your toes go down on your toes up your toes, go down on your toes, get up on your toes, go down, go down on your heel. 
that's going to help with your calf muscles. Okay, that's going to help the blood go back up to the heart. So, there are so many different things we can do about our brain fog, but I want to talk to you about the consciousness of recognizing when you're getting foggy. One of them, people just say, I am stressed, or I'm tired, or I, I just... I want you to say it as it is. My brain is foggy. My muscles are tight. I feel stagnation here. I feel inflamed. You get what I'm saying? We want to use these words because now we know what the solution is. We're like stagnation, massage, like inflammation, lifestyle changes, exercise, breathing, and food. Okay, that makes more sense. So the, the better you label your, higher, what your current experience, the better solutions you will find. If you just randomly label it, you're going to find a random solution that probably won't solve a darn thing. So we want to label what's happening within us so we can act so that we can change what's happening. Okay, so there's... There's pain and then there's suffering. Pain is gonna come. Suffering is accepting the pain and just focusing on it and doing nothing for your wellness, right? Are you gonna accept the pain and do nothing about it? Now we can accept the pain and do something about it. That's not misery, right? You're not gonna live in misery because you accept it, which is as we should, you should accept what's happening, but you don't You don't say, hey, I'm just going to be in pain. It's just how it is. No, it's not normal, right? Pain is saying there's something you need to change. And unless changed, you, you, over time, it could deteriorate your health. And you should automatically say, hey, what lifestyle change do I need to make to alleviate the pain or better to achieve pleasure or to release joy somebody said if you grow you will be joyful somebody said if you're joyful you will grow i want to know which one comes first does joy come before the growth or does growth become the joy or is it a mixture of both all right i, I want you to comment or just think about that but I can always say that when I'm joyful, right? When I'm joyful, I grow better. I grow more because I can really be in the moment. If I'm joyful and I'm in a class, I, I want to I wanna soak in. But if I'm pissed off and I'm angry, then guess what? I don't really want to tune in. So you're like, okay, does joy come before growth or does growth become joy? Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. I'd say... Your growth is a mindset. The growth is it's like a mindset of growth. You wake up every day and you think to yourself, how can I become better? How can I become better? That's what growth says. It's like, how do I evolve? Now, joy says, I enjoy myself without my evolution. Right? Because joy doesn't mean you have no problems. It means you find the beauty in life regardless of your problems, right? So when we have a joyful, when we have a joyful spirit, we automatically constantly seek to grow.
So I wouldn't say one comes before another, but I, I would say the way you live your life with a joyful tendency is what's gonna lead to the growth. So what does that have to do with clarity? All right. Are we seeking to grow our business at the demise of your joy? I, I want you to hear this. Do you seek to grow your business at the risking your joy? Like, do you, do you want to grow your company at, and risk your health, right? Or do you, have you grown enough to understand that the joy will grow your company? Okay, so a lot of companies talk about a joyful culture, but they don't have joyful leaders. How do you create a joyful culture without joyful leaders? And how do joyful leaders get created? Joyful leaders are created with joy actions. Leaders who play, leaders who pray, leaders who place importance in their wellness are gonna be joyful. Those who take a holistic approach to their lives are gonna be joyful. You get what I'm saying? So when you make it an importance, and Meditar Institute said, joy is a great way to keep the mind positive 100%. Bringing attention to the pain and managing it, and managing it is super important, right? So as we recognize, hey, uh, there's a brain fog here. I want you to think action, action, action. What tea, what tea are you gonna drink, right? So I have Cerisee tea here and with a little mixture of vervain and I put garlic and I put salt because I'm detoxing and I've been mixing, I've been missing salt. So I put some salt in it. So yes, brain fog. Let's go back to the brain fog and what you can do. All right, so I'm gonna show you and if you're listening, right, this is a podcast, go to edtalksdaily.com to keep listening. Uh, you could do breathing exercises as well. Now, let's talk about CO2 levels and mouth breathing. Now, when you breathe in through your mouth, <laughs> what's happening? Well, nature has it that there's two ways to take in air. One through the nose, one through the mouth. The mouth is the backup. Sometimes we use the mouth for specific exercises, but the nose is the primary source of breathing. Why? Well, the air goes up to the nostril, shoots up, and what happens? It gets heated, right? It gets heated, it gets uh, filtered, and then it gets wet. So you're getting heated, filtered, and it's getting wet. At the same time, it needs to hit up. It needs to go up. Right? So when you breathe through your mouth, mouth breathing can lead to a lot of diseases. It can lead to anxiety, it can lead to depression. Now, why is that? Well, let's think about what happens when you breathe. You breathe in oxygen and nitrogen and you exhale CO2. So the secret is in CO2. Scientists or researchers discovered that CO2 helps us take in more oxygen. So our cells take in more oxygen when, no, when we have more CO2, which is carbon dioxide. So when we breathe out through the mouth, 
What we're doing is we're exhaling a whole lot of CO2, okay? So we, we know when we have hyper, hyperventilation, you gotta breathe through a bag. Why do you need to breathe through a bag? Because you've depleted your CO2 levels, right? Hyperventilation, you've depleted your carbon dioxide levels. And now in order to get them back, you breathe out. I used to have to do the same thing when I ran in cold, cold weather as well. So when you hyperventilate, you deplete your CO2 levels and you need to breathe in and, and take in more. So what can you do so you don't deplete your CO2 levels so you don't get that brain fog or you don't feel like you're having a panic attack, a minor panic attack or hyperventilation all the time? One is you breathe in through your nose, of course, and breathe out, but the secret is in the rate of your breath, right? Breathing is important. A lot of people say, take a deep breath, but the rate of your breath is highly significant. Now you may be wondering why is your rate of the breath significant? Well, the slower you breathe out, the calmer you will be. At the same time, the exhalation breath is the relaxation breath, also the breath that allows the CO2 to come out. So if you're exhaling and you exhale really fast, then guess what? What's supposed to relax you just whoop, left. So we wanna breathe slower and we wanna breathe consciously. We wanna breathe deeply all the way to the lower section of the lungs. So we might think all air is created equal. Well, all air is not created equal because we have stale air in the bottom. So when we breathe from the top of our lungs, <laughs> we're taking in fresh air, kicking it right back out. But we got stale air that's at the lower bottom of the lungs. And the only way we can get the stale air at the lower bottom of the lungs out is with a deep conscious diaphragmic breath. Literally squeezing the ab muscles as you squeeze the lungs all the way down and you exhale out. So what is the breathing exercise you can do to help improve and reduce that brain fog? You're gonna breathe in through the nose. You're gonna breathe out through the nose, but we're gonna count to 10 over and over and over up until we whisper to 10, up until we can't whisper anymore. You down for it? All right, let's go for it. Let's try this together. So you gotta get the stale air out and by breathing through the nose, out the nose slowly, and then doing this exercise, you're gonna get that stale air out. Here's how you do it. You breathe in. Remember, when you breathe in, you get wider, you push the belly button out. You're not shrugging the shoulders and you're not sucking up. You should be using your diaphragm. So as you breathe in, you push all the way to the top till you can't push no more. And then you count to 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Breathe in. 
and then you breathe out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I literally feel like I'm squeezing, squeezing. So, and then you breathe in. All the way till you feel like the balloon of your lungs expanded up until they expanded your belly. And then you're gonna breathe out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then you breathe in again. Okay? So by doing that, you are breathing out much longer than you would breathe in. Okay? So you are breathing out much longer than you would breathe in. So that's called the healing breath. Right? Sometimes you count, other times you don't have to. Ah, uh, okay, sorry. The recharge is probably number three or four close to the... Okay, so sometimes you count, other times you can do it a different way. All right, so we want to breathe out consciously. That's going to help a whole lot. So let's do a quick review for everybody that just came in. I just expressed to you how you can get rid of the brain fog in your mind. First, I said the importance of noticing that you're in a fog. And I said, why is the fog happening? Here's why the fog is happening. Well, let's say you're burning a lot of coil in your oven, which the Chinese call the triple heater. The triple heater, meaning that we have the oven of our digestion, the oven of our lungs, and then we have the third. So we're gonna focus on the digestion. Now, when we take in food, that's the first oven, part of the triple heater, that the food is absorbed. Now we gotta convert the food into chi. The spleen converts your food into chi. So now what if you give your oven dead foods? What happens when your oven is a cemetery? It starts to put out dark smoke. What happens when you give your oven processed foods? It puts out purple smoke because <laughs> of the coloring, get it? So you don't want to put too much stuff in the oven that that is going to be turned into your life force by your spleen and then that's going to be going up to the brain. Now you're fogged up because you literally have what I said, inflammation. So that's just my way of putting inflammation. Now, the next thing is the narrowing of the blood vessels. Now, when you take in fried foods, white animal fat, flour, sugar, you start to narrow your blood vessels. So now, that's part of inflammation. That's also part of stagnation. So you're stagnated at a level of the blood flow. You could be stagnated with your energy flow. That's your meridian. So I said, if you want to move the blood flow, massage it out. And then now next is the lymph. To move the lymph, you have to work out. So by, by moving, you're going to be moving the lymph. So that had to do with the fog. So I said, what if we started to put, this is actually an edible leaf. If I cook this, I can eat it. But I'm on a fast, so I won't. What if we started to eat greens? wouldn't we have be less inflamed? This would give a better smoke. 
Not literal smoke, don't quote me on that there's smoke in your body. Not literal smoke, I'm just using an analogy. So if we started to eat foods that gives better, that doesn't produce as much smoke, we would be better. No fog, remember. The smoke in your belly is causing the fog in your brain. Okay, so let's talk about something that very important. 95% of all the serotonin in your body is secreted by the gut. 95% of the serotonin is secreted by the gut and the crate. Well, the awesome thing is if we just wash what we eat, we can have the same effects that a drug would have. Like Prozac is a serotonin inhibitor, which means it helps release serotonin. If we ate better foods, we would be better clear, would have mental clarity because we are literally what we eat. Thank you for that, Meditar Institute. You are what you eat. Now, that doesn't mean that you're stuck with who you are. Now, you know what? I am going to disassociate that because I've been putting everything much different than I used to put everything because I also wanna tailor it to what I know about humans and what I know about myself. And what I know about humans and what I know about myself is I don't want you to identify who you are based on your decision. It's just a current version of you. So let me rephrase that to say the current version of you is the current version of your diet. And if you want a better version, you need a better version of your diet. So you are what you eat up until you decide who you're gonna be. And every day you get to make that decision. So I am not going to get you stuck by saying that you're stuck because this is what you eat. I'm gonna say that you can free yourself because you can eat something different. Now, I've tried in my life to become a vegetarian for the last three years, Two years ago, I was like, I'm gonna be a vegetarian. And I tried, it didn't work. I tried, it didn't work. I tried, it didn't work. I just couldn't let go. But I knew I needed to make this change because although I feel healthy and I'm athletic and everything, I understand where I needed to grow to to really empower myself as to empower others and to spiritually elevate. So three years ago, I started on a, on a journey to become a vegetarian. I slowly let go of stuff and I just kept going back, kept going back, kept going back. 2020, I cut off my hair. I was like, monk time. <laughs> and I spent like three or four years, well, like six, three to six months hanging out with my mentor and he cooked vegetarian meals all day, every day. And I, that's pretty much what he was eating. And I got the veget being a vegetarian down. And then I realized that people cling to be vegetarians and vegans because of their lifestyle they feel like it's a status symbol. And then I realized the reason why you are vegetarian is not because of a symbol, but it's because of what joy it brings and clarity. So I realized that I didn't necessarily need to put a vegan or vegetarian title on it. I said, why don't I base my life on plants? And you might wonder, what do you mean by base your life on plants? Why don't I base my life on living foods? and energizing foods and energizing lifestyle. 
So I found out that I love from time to time having a tuna or having um, salmon. You get what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, the way I treat my body and the exercise, it won't kill me to have that. The only reason why I would say, oh, I'm not going to do that is because I want to have a status of being a vegetarian and I want to look grand in the eyes of those I teach. That's the only reason why I would really claim, 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 claim to be a vegan or vegetarian. Now, some people claim to be it because of the benefits, which is partially true for some people, but I'm telling a lot of people do it because of the status. So I looked back and I was like, okay, where are most of the people you're seeking to help are? Well, let's see, where was you at? You, you understood healthy eating, but you didn't, you was hesitant in making the changes. But you progressively changed, you progressively changed, you tried for three months you, and then you messed up, and you got back on, you tried for three months and you messed up, and then you develop a mentality that plants come first. That my cells, fueling my cells come first. And then that mentality says, what plants can I eat first before I take anything else? I'm, did I fuel my cells before I fuel my taste buds? So now you're like, what raw salad I'm gonna eat? What fruits I'm gonna eat? So I found myself being pulled rather than being pushed. One of them was I need to push myself to be a vegetarian. Now I understand the healing properties of plants, so I'm pulled towards it. I understand how I feel when I eat vegetables and how I feel when I eat meat. And I, I, I compared the two and one feels much better. So I'm being pulled by plants. So I'm plant-based. I decided that I was gonna teach people how to be plant-based because it's hard for a lot of people to transition from where they've always been the last 20 years or the last 30, 40 years to somewhere completely different without allowing them the space to, to mess up or to change along the way. So that's why I'm gonna work on your mindset of understanding the both sides of the situation. One is, your belly is not a cemetery. Your, 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 your stomach is not a cemetery. Your, your stomach is a life transformation. When I take this plant and I take it in, this plant has became me. I've, I've taken the importance, the deep, the nutrients of this. It has went within my cells. It has became me and I've tossed out the fiber and then the fiber has became the earth because it goes underground and then it goes underground and then that had became the plants and then the plants give up oxygen and the oxygen then i just i just took you know right here underneath our house this is the bathroom behind me this is the bathroom and i went to the bathroom earlier <laughs> i did we're adult this is the bathroom i went to the bathroom and I used the bathroom and it went underneath the earth. Somehow the soil is being fueled by this stuff that's right underneath me. Now these trees are vital. Now I'm soaking in the oxygen. So when I eat green, the green becomes me. I toss out the fiber, the fiber becomes earth. Earth becomes plants, plants give off life, life comes back to me, okay? 
So now when I eat the pig, the pig has became me. I really want you to feel that one. When you, when you eat the pig, the essence of the pig has became you. And now the pig has came out of you and up into the earth, fueling everything. So what we eat literally formulates our structure. So when we eat, we are structurizing ourselves. We are proning ourselves to either joy or anxiety. We are proning ourselves to clarity or adversity. What do I mean by that? What we put, if we put life in our bellies, we're gonna get life, more life. We're gonna enjoy life more. So when somebody is having a depressive section of their life and you go to the therapist, they will prescribe Prozac. Prozac helps inhibit or allow the secretion of serotonin, which has a lot to do with your feeling of well-being. But if you take that and then you eat, eat something else that then throws your belly off, now the serotonin that should be produced in a way to help you is now being, is not properly being produced. And that causes more fog. So by changing your diet, you can literally change how you're feeling, your feeling of wellness, if you feel light or if you feel heavy. I have been feeling so light today. I haven't eaten anything in 24 hours. My belly is thanking me for that. So I'm saying to you today, to make a dedication, to see where you're at, to do something different about it, and to take the action steps that's gonna help you evolve. A couple things you can do while you're sitting down is just structure your lifestyle to get rid of the smoke. Now, antioxidants, and remember what I talked about oxidation and how if you put the fruits in the veg in the in a fast blender, oxidation, you start to lose nutrients, nutrients. Now, antioxidants you get from leaves. Just just boiled leaves. What is this? Let me know if y'all want me to mail you some uh, passion flower. Boil your leaves. Guess what? We get antioxidants. Now, this is a diuretic. Some of these words I can't say. <laughs> What's the other word again? Uh, whatever. I'm not even gonna try to say it. Let's see how to pronounce the word. Duritic. <laughs> Anyways, some of these help you with water. And then some of them also help you with clearing out your intestines. That's pretty much what the word is. So, tea leaves, brain fog, you, you brain, my brain is fog, seracy, passion fly. Oh, I'm just talking about the stuff I have in my backyard. But just drink yourself some tea. How easy is that? Tea all day, lifestyling, teeing it up. Yesterday, I did my own experiment. I'm like, I need food now, I need food. But I'm like, no, 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 no food. So I went, I made me some tea and I put some salt in it. Took care of my salt, but my salt taste buds. And then all of a sudden I wasn't hungry anymore. I was so surprised. I was like, hmm, interesting. Hmm, salt and tea works magic. And I was like, okay, I didn't know that. 
so you want to try things so and you want to keep learning stuff diuretic thank you age thank you ashley yeah diuretic yes so take do the actions do the action steps that's gonna change your life all right when you get in that brain fog don't just don't just be like man what's wrong with me ask yourself hey what's stuck within me what emotions are stuck what blood is stuck i might postures off so when you feel foggy ask yourself what's causing up smoke here's the last part that might be causing off smoke you know how you say why are you giving smoke why are you putting smoke on what what was that or there's there's a saying like that what gives off smoke when there's tension fire okay tension and fire okay let's do it i like to show presentations friction i'm not gonna make no fire this is not <laughs> okay no fire is gonna happen no fire is gonna happen but this is friction now if i had some drier wood and you know <sighs> so if you keep blowing on the mental friction <laughs> If you keep blowing on the mental friction, you're thinking about all this stuff, or also uh, you have friction with other people, you're gonna have emotional fire. Now you're fired up because there's so much friction and it's taking up space in your mind. So then that causes inflammation because thoughts also lead into fog. So you're like, you mean to tell me my thoughts are fogging up my brain? Yes. Okay, so I want to ask you, the people you're keeping in your mind, are they paying rent? Okay, <laughs> I want you to hear that one. The people you're holding in your mind, or in your heart, worse, worse, don't hold nobody in your heart. But the people you're holding in your mind, are they paying rent? So you mean to tell me the, the person is taking away your peace, right? You, you allow them to take it away. No one can allow, can take your peace unless you allow them to. So they're taking away your peace, but then they're taking up rent space in your mind. You wake up, you're thinking about them. You go to sleep, you're thinking about them. You gotta start, is this person gonna pay rent? And if they're not, you gotta evict them out of your brain. What you doing? Come on, we gotta start investing. We gotta be better, uh, t not tenants. What they call, what they call, like a property manager, they call what they call, whatever. We have to manage our complexes better. So when we have evict, thank you, evict them, right? And you're like, how do I evict them? Well, some people are gonna be like, uh, I need to give them a piece of my mind, knock on their door and tell them, hey, I need you to get the, get the out of here right now. That, that's not how you evict them. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let you know how the master teacher, Jesus, taught me the word. Can I get an amen? You have to forgive them. I know, I know, I know. I, you would say, I gotta kick them out. <laughs> I gotta show them a piece of my mind. 
Well, if you show them a piece of your mind, that's more friction, that's more fire. But forgiveness is, you know what? I'm not gonna give you a piece of my mind because I don't want you to take a piece in my brain. You're not paying rent. So you know what? I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna forgive you. So eviction is forgiveness, right? You, you will not be hurt for your anger. You will be hurt by your anger. You will not be hurt for your resentment. You will be hurt by your resentment. You won't be hurt for your hate. You will be hurt by your hate. You will not be hurt for your shame. You will be hurt by your shame. You will not be hurt for your guilt. You will be hurt by your guilt. You won't be hurt for your bashing of yourself. You will be hurt by the bashing. Nobody's gonna hurt you because of the, the emotions that are limiting your life experience those emotions are the torture itself. So when we forgive, we stop the torture. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. It's the Holistic Motivator. And I wanna thank you Queens for tuning in to this wonderful personal growth session. So every day I found a way to add more light into me. So I read, I listen, I observe, I allow God to communicate within me, and that's my growth journey. And as I grow, I acquire a lot of great things, and I come back, and I'm just like, hey, here's what I found, check that out. And I've been doing that consistently since five years. Started off as a personal trainer, and then I became a motivational speaker, and then I became a Tai Chi instructor, and then I put that all together as holistic health and wellness coach. And then I realized that not only am I a good coach and a good teacher and a good instructor, but I'm a good connector. So I thought to myself, hmm, how do I connect different guides, people who go find tools and resources together so we can share all those guide tools and resources? So I thought to myself, a tribe, how about a tribe? So I really went down in the books and I started to do the research. I started to grow, I started to learn. And I started to put my vibe out and I realized that I attracted my tribe automatically. Then I found out that the people who were attracted to me weren't necessarily just people who had the desire to heal themselves, but they wanted to heal themselves to heal others or they heal themselves and they're healing others. So I found out that I resonate with wellness entrepreneurs and professionals. So that's why I exclusively created the tribe, not just for entrepreneurs, but for people who are seeking to heal, reduce stress, anxiety, all while building a business or building the business of themselves. So I created a tribe, a community of people who link up in the mornings and we, we breathe together, we exercise together, we meditate together, and we grow together. And then throughout the week, we have workshops and from other wellness professionals, which I introduced, and they come, they cut through, and what they do is they teach their master classes on psychology, psychotherapy, health and wellness, and we haven't done that yet. It's only week one of the tribe, this is week two. And it's pretty awesome. Thursday, I have Emo Jean gonna show you that dance flow movement. 
So I created a tribe of people who link together and add value to each other. If you would like to join us, if you would like to join the tribe, I'm inviting you, all right? Uh, I actually, the people I rock with that communicate with me that like I care about, as far as the people who who have who have communicated with, uh, I want them to join more than anybody. In fact, I don't even promote the tribe to people who haven't shown interest or I don't vibe who haven't really vibe with me on that level. I only share with people I really really care about. So I have the text tribe that I've been telling about the tribe for the longest. And what is it? It's forty nine dollars a month, but it's pretty much a whole holistic lifestyle support team. Right, and you just go to holisticlifestyletribe.com, and you sign up, and now you have a community of support. So you really gonna have that support. I mean, I'm building an amazing community, and it's really going to. In fact, I've stopped saying the word I. We are building an amazing community, and it's only those who take advantage of it now who's really gonna, um, who I feel like is gonna get the best out of it. So. Without any further ado, if you want to join the tribe, just text me. I'll send you the link. Or you could just go to holisticlifestyletribe.com. Join it. A minor investment can make a major change in your life. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it. I want to thank you all for tuning in, for being here. And Princess Elizabeth, Adrian, you're all part of my tribe. And I want to thank y'all for being here and have a great day. Stay strong, stay empowered, stay in your power. Remember, you won't be hurt by anything, but you, you, you won't be hurt for anything, but you will be hurt by the thing. So you won't be hurt for not taking action, right? But you will be hurt by not taking action, okay? So stay blessed, stay empowered, and... Y'all have a great day here. Peace. Peace, love, and light. Peace, love, and light. Peace, love, and light. Peace, love, and light. Always just be your, be your doggone self. Be your doggone self and have peace, love, and light. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.